At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Scott Sadenberg alongside Sean King as we react to the Stanley Cup Final Game 5 going to the Tampa Bay Lightning as they stave off elimination with a 3-2 win over the Colorado Avalanche. So the series will shift back to Tampa for a Game 6 coming up on Sunday. Let's talk more about that and little NBA draft reaction. We welcome in Jared Smith from PicksWise, our good friend at Twitter on uh, at Twitter on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith, not at Twitter on Jared Lee Smith. It's on Twitter at right. That's that's how we you know what you meant. Yeah, yeah everyone yeah, knows. Yeah, I mean, we know what you meant. Sorry, I'm, I'm messing up things. You know. Plus, I mean, Jay Smith is just sitting there chilling in New York. Yeah, I've, I've the, been messing the, up like with I, a new cat, a new dog, or something. <laughs> Yeah, and a, a brand new dog. But according to you, those are your kids, right? Your dogs are your hey, kids. If you that's, got kids, that's, you don't need dogs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't got kids. I got a dog. <laughs> well, the Lightning have a win under their belts here. Uh, the series is now 3-2. to two. It goes back to Tampa for a game six. You know, go, what were you on going into this game? What was your thoughts throughout this game as you watched it unfold, Jared? Yeah, I thought Av's money line was overpriced. I took a little nibble on Av's puck line. You know, thinking that if they were going to be ahead, if they were going to be able to inch their nose in front, Tampa Bay would get desperate late and we might see the empty net or uh, an opportunity. So I thought that was a, a, a fair bet to make. I did think Ab's money line tonight was a little bit overpriced. 
Um, and now that it tilts back to Tampa, I mean, you're you're already seeing a little bit of movement towards the Lightning. So I'm fascinated to see uh, where the market goes over the next two days. It wasn't going to be easy. And I'll be honest, there was a time tonight that I was questioning, are the Avs looking tight? Which is a fair assumption to make, considering they've never really been to this peak before. Or is Tampa just really playing that well? Sean, you can gauge the latter for me, but I, I would say a mix of both. I think Colorado looked tight a little bit early and a little bit late, and I think they found some stride in the middle. And I think overall, though, Tampa did outskate them tonight. You know, it's sort of like in the game of prize fighting. You hear boxers talk about their levels to being a professional fighter. And as you go up the staircase trying to get to the top, you realize that, okay, this is a different level. And I think that's what the Lightning did to the Avs. I think the Avs came in confident. I think they came in thinking that we're going to play our best game, we're going to close this out, and then woof. <laughs> I mean, it happened. The Lightning were skating. They had fresh legs. I mean, they were forechecking. They were being aggressive. They were getting their sticks on the puck on defense. They were being – you know, explosive and how they were trying to, to counter the, the abs rushes. And, you know, I think it caught them off guard. And I think now they have a better understanding of how hard it is to close out a champion like the Tampa Bay Lightning. And hats off to Vasilevsky. I mean, he was outstanding. I mean, he's a no-brainer, I think, if the Lightning come back and win this series to be the Conn Smythe winner. Probably that's what you should be betting. I guess you probably have the most value there. Um, but I think I think it surprised them. I think they thought maybe the Lightning, older team, they've already accomplished a lot, looked tired at the end of game four. We can do our thing, and, man, they just they ran into a lot of resistance that I think was unexpected. Now, the interesting part, Jared, I think the Lightning win game six. Mm. Game seven is where I think the Avs and all those skeletons in their closet from the last couple playoff seasons – that door gets cracked and you start to see some tightness. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. If this goes to seven, I, I would feel very confident in the Lightning winning a game seven. Um, I, I think the Avs needed to win a series where they stretch their legs. I think that's their brand. I think that's what defines them as a team. They're not, and again, not to take anything away from their toughness, to get to this point takes, takes toughness. But if you were going to ask me who's the grittier team, who's the tougher out, who is going to make the elite play in the very, very tense moments of this series, I would lean to the Tampa side. Now, listen, I, I'll be honest. This is why this series is a great example of why the futures market is a fantastic tool for any better. It, a few weeks ago, Con Smythe, I had Makar in my pocket. During the Rangers series, I put Shesterkin in my pocket and I put Vasilevsky in my pocket with the hope that we get to this point now where one of those netminders gets hot late in the series, and there really is no need to bet the Lightning anymore for me. I mean, if, if they win these last two games, uh, you're, you're right. It is going to be Vasilevsky. So if you played the futures market well and you got the Lightning after game one, after game two, if you're able to grab Vasilevsky a little earlier on in the postseason when he was four, five, six, seven, eight to one, you're feeling great right now. And you're just sitting back and enjoying and you're going to hope for some great hockey because the games in the series have been absolutely fantastic. You want to talk about entertainment value. This series has been elite Stanley Cup level hockey, and I'm glad it didn't end tonight. Well, I haven't seen any updated price on the Con Smythe, but uh, going into this game, you know, Makar was such an overwhelming favorite around like minus 600 or so. 
uh, and uh, and Vasilevsky was twenty to one, mm-hmm. and it's understandable. It's a three-one lead with Colorado as a minus one eighty, minus one ninety favorite in this game, so that makes sense. With Tampa Bay winning, I would imagine McCarr still becomes the favorite, but it's more likely closely correlated to Colorado winning the series. So he'll go to be like minus three fifty or so, something like that. And I could see Vasilevsky at around ten to one, eight to one, and that could be a good grab. If that's what it shows up here, Jared, is taking Vasilevsky at that number. And you can say the same for Makar. I mean, I was thinking about that tonight. The number was like minus 600. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Colorado was like a minus 1,000 or minus 1,500, somewhere in that range, depending on where you did your shopping. But I had that thought today, like, oh, maybe we get a little extra value on Makar to win the Conn Smythe, which is going to be considerably less than what the Av series price were, but it was it, again they 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 priced it to the point where you really had to have deep pockets regardless. Now that that decision becomes a little bit more difficult, and I think you have to factor in: Do you want to lay at this point with Colorado? Because to me, anything that you're betting Colorado, you're going to want to take take because I mean it's these games are going to be so tight down the stretch. I don't think we're going to see another seven nothing game like we saw in game two. I, I think it's going to be tight checking just like it was tonight under vibes. Um, and if, if you want to be taking anything with, with the abs, you know, you want to bet them at the best price possible. You don't want to lay too much juice because this is, it's tough to put some distance between yourself and this lightning team when they're playing at this level and they played it. They tonight, they whipped out the two time defending championship form level. That's just tight through the neutral zone. You're not getting anything on the back end, and you're scoring timely goals on the power play and in big spots. And they're going to be a tough out. I mean, they, they, they are, they, you got to beat the champs and, and they haven't beat them four times yet. They only beat them three. And this is, we're, we're shaping up for some really good hockey, I think, over the next few days. And, you know, I'm continually learning, you know, Jared, as we go through these different situations and scenarios, situations and scenarios, especially with sports outside of the game of football. And, you know, one of the things that I always tell myself when the hockey playoffs started, have points of emphasis that you believe in before the series starts and stick to them and something that didn't get enough conversation coming into this game because of the way game four ended was Vasilevsky in closeout games, mm-hmm. how outstanding he had been. And then you're getting plus plus one sixty, and it should have been an autoplay on the lightning knowing that Vasilevsky has proven he doesn't know how to let his team lose in these games, but it's been a series where I'm trying to pinpoint and find, you know, the angle, you know, Scott talked about how, difficult it's been for him to play the total when he's gone under it's went over when he's gone over it went under I thought that the the auto play was first period over one and a half goals now I think three games in a row we've only scored one goal in the first period so do you have something that you can pinpoint that's happened throughout this series that you could hang your hat on going into game six from a wagering standpoint I mean it's gotten tighter as the series has gone on I I I know there's been some overs but I mean, I I think game two was the throwaway. Anything that happened after the first period, you can't take that, you know, and and use it as a handicap going forward. So as wide open as Colorado was able to skate, especially in the second and third period, scoring all those goals, that didn't really apply to the rest of the series. Then things went back to Tampa, and Tampa had to up the intensity just to get back in the series. They obviously, I mean, mean, game four could have went either way. Same, Same thing with game five. But to me, now that the series has gotten to that later stage, betting it over is is almost off the table. I mean, it's either under or pass for the totals um, just because of where this series is at. And now that it's tilted back with the Lightning's momentum, 
they want to play under games, obviously. So I, I think that to me is is maybe a no goal first 10 minutes, but those can be fluky too. I hit on that one tonight at plus 120, but just for a small amount. I, I think the totals are, are, are tall. The sides are, you, you can kind of ride the momentum and kind of understand if the odds move too much or not. The totals are total crapshoots, especially if there's empty nets late. Very, very hard to kind of predict how that process is going to play out. Um, but I wouldn't bet against the Lightning the rest of this series, if, if especially if you're laying with, with, with Colorado. That is a tough ask, considering how tough Tampa looked tonight. And think about how fluky tonight had to be to not at least get a push right. of this over. If Colorado doesn't take that penalty right. late, the net's empty for three mm -hmm. minutes probably, yeah, yeah. you know, but they couldn't empty the net when it's a, you know, they're, they're in a penalty kill situation and have a five on five with an empty net. They weren't going to let that happen. Uh, Jared, do me a favor. Hang on. I want to talk uh, NBA draft with you coming up next. Your reaction to what was, I think, the most obscene 24 hours I've ever seen in a betting market. It was certainly a roller coaster of, of emotions and a roller coaster of money. And uh, if it was stocks, there'd be SEC fines and uh, penalties <laughs> for everyone. But we'll talk about that. The, uh, the NBA draft, uh, the reaction to everything we saw here, maybe a little rookie of the year talk as well. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Seidenberg in for Tim Murray, joined by Jared Smith from Pixwise. You hit Jared up on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. I said it right this time. You did? It? I said Nailed on it. Twitter progress at there you go. the handle, right? <laughs> Not at Twitter on the handle. This is the nightcap here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, 
but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. 
Back here on the Nightcap, I'm Scott Sandberg in for Tim Murray alongside Sean King. Joining us from PicksWise is Jared Smith. He's on Twitter at Jared Lee Smith. And the NBA draft, Jared, was an absolute <laughs> roller coaster that occurred starting. Well, you can even go back to the weekend when the, the steam started coming in on Paolo Boncaro, moving his odds from 20 to 1 to 12 to 1, 9 to 1, 4 to 1. Eventually, uh, he becomes the favorite as the the lines completely move. Now, on Tuesday night, or I guess Wednesday night, excuse me, Wednesday night, I'm on the air live, 1 o'clock Eastern time, and I'm watching my computer screen, and I felt like, I've used this analogy now several times, I felt like Jim Cramer on, like, Mad Money, you know? Because I'm, I'm watching the numbers keep change, and I was just looking to, like, ring a bell, ding a, you know, bye, sound bye, the alarms, bye, 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 do bye, something. Bye. Yeah, tell people, sound, bye, bye, bye. <laughs> it was, I've never seen anything like this in any, any betting market. And then, on Thursday, the Woj tweet. Jabari's number one. He goes to minus 2,000 up on some online books. And eventually, 10 minutes before the draft, Woj tweets out it's going to be Paolo, and it winds up being Paolo. Can you sum up your experience going through this? Because it was one of the most surreal things I've ever lived through, watching this market fluctuate. You know what the funny thing is? I think two different sets of experiences, West Coast and East Coast. Mm. Um, first of all, Drew Dinsick, who was on your air earlier this week recapping it, did an absolutely fantastic job. Um, that's why, that's why he's one of the best in the business because the way he analyzed it and then went through his process on the fly and just kind of talked his way through it, that's high level sports handicapping in real time. Because in reality, most of the time when we're making these decisions, especially on futures markets, there's no data or plus EV or anything like it's live in interaction and you see a market move and you have to react to it. And that is what took place. So for me, I went to bed and everything was hunky dory. I, I, <laughs> I, wake, up, I, I wake up very early in the morning uh, at around 6 a.m. Eastern. And when I woke up on Thursday to start to prepare for our show, which is right around 10 a.m. Eastern, that's when I was like, wait a minute, why is there a minus sign next to Paolo? And then I kind of backtracked and saw and I was very confused. And then, of course, before we go on the air, um, it, that's when the Woj tweet, I think it was right around 9 a.m. Eastern is when Woj sent out his tweet that kind of blew up the market again. But I think it speaks to two things. One, Jeff Weltman's got one heck of a poker face. Um, the fact that they kept, they did keep this under wraps for a very, very long time, um, up until the last possible minute, literally the day of, night before. And secondly, I think the smart money tends to win in these situations. We've seen it with the NFL draft time and time again. The insiders tend to get misinformation, and they're not deliberately spreading that misinformation. They're just doing their job. They get a report from a team you know, insider or whoever, one of their sources, they're going to report it. But again, there is a lot of that subterfuge that goes on during these processes. So sometimes the highest insiders don't have the best takes on things. And in this case, Woj's take was clearly wrong. Um, I don't I want to go as far to say that this event will change how drafts are booked. I think the writing was already on the wall for this kind of thing in previous NFL drafts for sure. But it's another notch, another step in the, hey, sports books are going to be very cautious with how drafts gets booked um, going forward. And, and it's going to be more difficult for us 
to get these kind of opportunities. But man, what a wild ride for you, Scott. I mean, that must have been a pretty uh, galvanizing, uh, cathartic moment when they finally announced uh, Paolo's name. It was it saved some friendships. Yeah, it, it, it really yeah, was. Because no. I'm telling you, I mean, I, I, Jared, it dominated my whole show on Wednesday night because the sure. thing was happening. Like I took the air at one o'clock in the morning Eastern time. And, you know, I'm on throughout the night and watching the market in real time fluctuate. And I'm telling my listeners what to do. Follow the money. I'm I'm telling uh, I'm telling my friends, I'm texting everybody, you know, people that are in the markets where you can bet. And I'm like, guys, this is what we got to do. This is what's happening. You always follow follow number money, one. Yes. I, 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 honestly, I mean, again, and short money gets gets games wrong all the time. Mm -hmm. Because once the game starts, they have no control over the flu. But an information-based thing yes, like this exactly. is completely different. And by 100%. the way, I don't. Absolutely. I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's no action on this at all next season. We talked to Chris Andrews at the South Point. Yeah. They're not doing this anymore. They didn't do it this year, but they, they're not doing. Circuit didn't hang anything, right? Circuit, no, no. no the, and Derek Stevens. Them. Derek Stevens said he got a text. Um, he was texting. The, uh, I guess uh, someone said, "Good thing, you know. Good thing we didn't do anything. Yeah. Good thing we didn't book it." Because they would have gotten hammered as well. And I can see now, you know, the DraftKings of the world, FanDuel's, the online books deciding that, hey, this is just too much of a liability for us. And I thought it was fascinating, Jared, because I'm sitting on the sideline and I'm like, I'm watching a live episode of Billions. I've, yeah. I got Bobby Axelrod trying to make a move on Chuck Rhodes, and I'm like, this is tremendous. I miss that show. Yeah, That show kind of went off the rails a little bit after. Well, it's not the same now that Mike Prince is playing Axelrod. It's not the same without Damian Lewis. Yeah. And, but yeah. I will say that I, I stopped watching after like three episodes of the latest season. And then when I, I was all caught up with my shows, I needed something to watch. I like binged the rest of the season. You liked it? And I actually enjoyed it. And yeah. I think maybe I enjoyed it because I watched them like so frequently one after another. And I thought that Corey I thought that Corey Stoll did a good job. I mean, he was much better in House of Cards, but yeah. he's they gotta he's bring good Bobby in, uh, back. Or at least show. give us an update on, on on how Bobby's living. Yeah, I don't know. They, they you know what they gave us the whole Bobby Wendy thing and then they they tried to rush and pay it off at the end because they knew he was yeah. leaving the show. So, all right, well, that's our billions wrap for today. Uh, we can talk other <laughs> shows if we want. Uh, Stranger Things, the, the next part comes out Tremendous. in a couple of weeks. Stranger we can get into things that next week, right? Absolutely next week, we're going to get it. So, uh, we'll talk about that, Jared. Um, what? Both Let, crews got drafted yesterday, yeah. so I mean, hustle <laughs> became a reality. Uh, let's. Um, Let's react to something that uh, Sean and I were flustered by during uh, the show last night during the draft, and that is what the Knicks were doing. Uh, when the Knicks had the 11th overall pick, I thought for sure they were drafting A.J. Griffin. A.J. Griffin's a guy who his dad coached with Tom Thibodeau, uh, a CAA guy with connections, obviously, to you know Leon Rose. And then, you know, with the trade and everything going down, I part of me thought the Knicks were getting Jaden Ivey. In this deal, you know, trading Kemba and yeah. the pick and all this stuff. And, but all of this, can you try and make sense of what exactly the Knicks are doing? Because I, are they freeing up space for Jalen Brunson, but now they're not getting Jalen Brunson? Like, what the heck is going on with this franchise? I cannot explain this with logic or reason. <laughs> I've been trying for years, bud. I've been trying to, and I've justified it for years. It doesn't help that I live here and mm -hmm. I'm immersed in the sports talk radio, as you know, which is just so negative against this franchise. <laughs> um, but they don't do anything to remove that bias from the equation. Like they example, they, there's so many players in this draft. 
you're meaning to tell me that of all the players that were in this draft over the last, you know, month, two months of this process that you worked out, that you talked to, there's not one of them that you could take to make this team better. This team that missed the playoffs last year, that kind of overachieved two years ago, there's not a player in this group. There's not a Jordan Poole. There's not a, a guy even in the second round. Like, I, I just, I'm so confused with why they did that with the 11th overall pick. By the way, Clay Thompson was taken 11th overall. I'm not saying that mm -hmm. that guy was available in this draft, but I just don't get the long-term plan here. You bring in Jalen Brunson, and then what? So, Who's playing next to him? Like, I just, I'm just really confused with everything. So, Jared, Very let me good. play devil's advocate for a second with you and Scott. Go ahead. Talk me off the ledge. And here's the only thing that makes sense to me. Because of what Leon Rose did prior to becoming president of the Knicks, the only thing that makes sense is they have a plan of action that's already been accepted. Let's say they've worked out a deal with the Wizards to acquire Bradley Beal. And they have enough flexibility to also get Jalen Brunson in free agency. Or they've worked out a deal with Phoenix to acquire DeAndre Ayton. Like, it feels like there's something going on behind the scenes, and they, at the end of the day, couldn't figure out how to get Jaden Ivey. Detroit didn't want to deal, and they said whoever we were going to take with the pick that we actually had isn't good enough or isn't better than Bradley Beal, Jalen Brunson, or whatever. The, prob DeAndre the problem, Sean, and Jared, I'll leave you with this uh, as yeah. we close out here. The problem, and, and you know, with the Knicks has always been, it's never about what's happening now. It's always about what's happening yeah. next. Yeah. And it doesn't matter when it is. Yeah. It's always about what's next. And if you just keep thinking about what's next, yeah. you're never going to experience anything right now. Right. And the Knicks are experiencing zero every season because they're always thinking about what's next. Fair. Jared, I appreciate Great the time, up, brother. Jay. Good luck with your bets coming up this weekend. We'll talk again soon. Be well, gentlemen. There he is, Jared Smith from PicksWise. I'm Scott Sandberg. He's Sean King. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Ice cold beers, cold hard cash. Join the action on the pitch with the Heineken 2022 Soccer Prediction Challenge. Compete in 20 free-to-play pools this season for your shot at a share of $100,000 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Heineken now to start your run at victory. Heineken, beer made better. 21 and over only terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Taking a look at the Major League Baseball scoreboard right now as this is the nightcap. I'm Scott Seidenberg alongside Sean King here on VEASAN. Uh, Aaron Nola goes seven innings, strikes out ten batters, only allows one run, and the Phillies trail one nothing here in the ninth inning. Mackenzie Gore goes five shutout innings. The bullpen has done a great job behind him. And for the Philadelphia Phillies, Nick Castellanos is now two for his last 31 at the plate. Just an absolute abysmal stretch for one of their prized free agent signings. Yeah, tonight was about Bryce Harper, though. He had a bad night at the plate. Uh, he inherited bases loaded, uh, top of the third inning, struck out, inherited first and second, 
in the top of the fifth. And yeah, Harper o- Harper over four yeah, with two strikeouts. So he, he had a bad night at the plate, and you know he's kind of the gasoline mm-hmm. in that engine. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, maybe uh, Phillies did get the win yesterday. Uh, take a look at maybe on uh, Saturday on tomorrow night the Phillies do play. It is Zach Eflin against Blake Snell. Blake Snell has not gotten a win yet uh, for this season here with the Padres. Um, last couple of times out, four runs in four and two-thirds. Uh, gave up four runs in uh, four innings against the Mets. Uh, so maybe backing Eflin. It's amazing how tables turn. Like just, what, three years ago he was pitching in the World sure. Series for the well, injuries. I mean, injuries yeah. come in and, and things like that and, and obviously have an impact on what your career is going to look like. Uh, in progress right now, the Phillies do have a runner on in the top of the ninth inning, uh, trailing one nothing. They're in the bottom of the seventh in Anaheim, and the Mariners have a 4-3 lead over the Angels. Uh, they're going to the top of the eighth inning in San Francisco. The Reds with a 4-1 lead Who? over the Giants. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Reds. Oh, look at you. I don't, I, I don't want a peacock yet because that bullpen still has the mm-hmm. trot out there, but. I'm I mean, telling you, if the Reds make a move and add an arm, they can come all the way back and win the Central. Oh, the Reds are going to make a move. Yeah. They're going to make a move by they're trading sell, away people. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah. Joey Votto is going to end up on the Mets or something yeah, like that is not. what's going to happen. I hope not. They can, <laughs> the Brewers are, 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 are frugazi, in my opinion. The Cardinals are, are just kind of a, a slightly above average team. If, if they can figure the back end of that bullpen out, Man, the Reds could make some noise. Just take the loss, Sean. I might bet again. 800 to 1, just Aaron. Take, just take the loss. Aaron, I might have to throw Sean, a little more at that, man. Just take the loss. Why, why don't you do this? Why don't you give me the money that you were going to bet on the Reds? Um, <laughs> I'll kick you somewhere uncomfortable, and we'll just call it even. No, man. I, I'm an optimist, man. I'm just to 800 to 1 now, Aaron. That's even better than we got before. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a thousand to one, and I'll take your bet. No, 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 no. I know it's not likely. <laughs> I know it's not likely, but they're only missing one thing. That's yeah, what's wins. so frustrating. <laughs> wins. Like if these games ended in the sixth, and then the Reds are being first. Uh, well, they, they, yeah, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, coming up here on um, Saturday, a couple of games that have already jumped out to me that I really think are intriguing. Garrett Cole goes up against. Uh, his former team in the Astros, Yankees-Astros from the Bronx. The Astros winning here on Friday did snap the 15-game winning streak at home it was for the Yankees. Think about that. They won 15 straight games at home. That winning streak gets snapped. Uh, I think it bounces back here. Garrett Cole going up against the Astros and Christian Javier. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a... Um, going to be a motivating factor for Garrett Cole in this game. I think I'm going to take the Strohs. Listen, they're a great team. Yeah, you don't and, get the Strohs nope. at this kind of number often, and I've been on the Astros the past two games. Yeah, maybe the Yankees kind of that little magical run they had mm-hmm. is there's going to be regression. Okay, they're not going to win 140 games, right? So they're going to have some stretches. What are they? What are they now? Uh, 52 and 19. 52 and 19. 30 and 8. At so home. they've played, what, 71 games out of 162? Mm-hmm. So they bought roughly 90, 95 games left? Mm-hmm. If they win 60% of those games, I mean, they're still losing 40. 40 plus. So, I mean, you just, 
You, you're, they're going to lose their fair share of right. games. So you but... just got to pick your spots. And I think when you get mm-hmm. elite teams like the Astros, sure. and it's you're getting very plus possible. money, I Absolutely. feel like you know that that's the way to attack it. Yes. It, and, and folk, like, like I said, I, I bet on the Astros the past two nights. Should have been 2-0, yeah. except they blew a 6-3 lead yeah. in the bottom of the ninth, um, which was very disappointing, So, uh, but did catch the win here with Justin Verlander on the hill. And you uh, know what's amazing? Garrett Cole is the ace. Mm-hmm. He's probably like fourth as far as how the starting rotation, the guys have actually been pitching statistically. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's been great for the Yankees, but no, Garrett Cole is still a top he is. of that rotation, him and Nestor Cortez. Well, he's got to prove it in the playoffs. Yeah. Regular season, he's been tremendous. Uh, the Pirates take on the Rays in Tampa. You got Corey Kluber on the hill for the Rays against JT Brubaker. Uh, Brubaker, a guy who uh, has absolutely struggled, um, especially on the road this season. He's 0-5 on the road this year. Uh, opponents batting 236 against him. And uh, he's got a 4.15 ERA on the road. So let me season. ask you a question about mm-hmm. this game. Yep. Obvious mismatch, mismatch for the Rays. Yes. It's a big number to lay. Why is the yeah, total? Why is yeah. the total only seven? Seven and a half because Kluber. Oh, so it went up to seven. Okay. There's seven and a half right now for. Right. for the, I'm going up to total. seven and a half one, but I, yeah. I'm looking at seven over here. So. Yep, seven and a half. The under is juiced actually though, and it's because of Kluber. It's because of the Pirates. That's that's what it is, mm-hmm. you know. And look at the, um, you know, Kluber's last time out. So Kluber this season, he got roughed up in one start against the Angels, but in his last seven starts, he has allowed two runs, zero runs, three runs, one run, one run, two runs, two runs. Yeah, I think that Angels start was when uh, Dieter. Detmer, how you say his name? Reed Detmers? Yeah, pitched the no-hitter, I think, if I'm not mistaken. That was a 12 nothing. Yep, yep, that was the no-hitter. And, uh, Detmers, and, and Detmers has not been the same right. since, and he has been designated for assignment. <laughs> so you have a guy that threw a no-hitter that has just, you know, has not been able to get it together after that moment. Well, how would you approach that type of a game? I would probably back the Rays in the first five innings. Just go Rays first five? Yeah. Minus the half? Back Kluber, thinking they'll get to Brubaker. Yeah. See what the lineup is, though, for the for the Rays coming up in this game. Wander Franco, when does he do back? Uh, let's see. He's such a big part of their lineup. You know, I yeah. already like hitting team with him. This weekend. Yeah, okay. Ooh, imagine. That was three days ago. Um, they might be back. Sunday, they're saying. Sunday, okay. Mm-hmm. Boy, if he came back tomorrow, that would be <sighs> nice. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, the Orioles take on the White Sox. Spencer Watkins announced as the starting pitcher for the Orioles. That's kind of a late ad. Lance Lynn goes for Chicago. Lynn has just made two starts this season since, obviously, he's coming back from the injury. And uh, in his first start, gives up three runs on ten hits in four and a third. And in his second start, three runs on four hits in five innings. So much more comfortable, obviously, in his second start. How about the Orioles going for the sweep? They won the first two games of this series. That should be. It's a four-game set. Oh, okay. We're Mm -hmm. going for three. I mean, that... What was Lynn arguing with? The, was the pitching coach in the dugout? What were they arguing about? And when it in his first start, I think, mm. they got into a little. But the White Sox offense has been uh, really non-existent in this series. A uh, 4 nothing shutout win for the Orioles on Thursday. A 4-1 win here on Friday. So taking a look at that game on Saturday, you have the uh, White Sox listed right now as a, oh, there's no line on this game just yet, probably because Watkins was a late uh, addition to this uh, to be announced as the starting pitcher. So we'll get a line on that probably in a couple hours or so. 
Uh, going down the list here, Cubs take on the Cardinals. Miles Michaelis on the hill for the uh, Cardinals. Yeah, Mr. Mustache. It's him, Nestor Cortez, and Spencer Strider. The three best mustaches. Oh, and in all the baseball. guy that uh, the Yankees just picked up that hits. Oh, uh, Matt Carpenter. Matt Carpenter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Adrian Sampson is going to start for the Cubs. Um, he has made two appearances this season. Uh, relief appearance against the Dodgers, just one inning, gave up two runs. That was in May. He made one start last week in a 6 nothing loss to the Braves, but he goes four and two-thirds, does not allow a run, only allows one hit against the Braves. So uh, this certainly will be fun to watch between the Cubs and the Cardinals coming up here on Saturday. I have a couple of leans here on these games coming up on Saturday including one in uh, that was opposite of a bet that I made here today. Okay. So, I'm flip-flopping. All right. I'm flip-flopping. You're allowed to do but that. But that's what happens, right? We're handicapping these games. on We, we forget about what happened the day before. You get more information, your opinion changes. But we forget about what happened the day before. You take each game as its own individual sample. So, I'll tell you what that is coming up next. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Sadenberg. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VSIN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. We have a final now in uh, San Diego. What, what did Kyle Schwarber just do for the final out? A warning track power. Oh, really? Flew out deep? Yeah. Right. yeah, Phillies had bases loaded with Kyle Schwarber up 
Uh, they lose one nothing, so the Padres finish off a, a shutout victory of the Phillies. I'm Scott Sadenberg. He's Sean King. This is the nightcap here on VSIN. I teased you uh, going out to break about a play that I'm going to do probably, most likely, on Saturday. And it's opposite a play that I made here on Friday. Okay. Uh, one of the plays, and if you are a subscriber, you go to vcin.com. Uh, you can click on the uh, in the quick link section and get your daily best bets from hosts. It also goes out into your subscriber email every morning. And if you don't see picks on there, you, there's a link that you can click on. Yep. It updates throughout the day. It's a live doc. It updates throughout the day. Plus, I always tweet out when my baseball plays go up on vcin.com. And one of my plays today was the Blue Jays in the first five innings over the Brewers. That cash, they had a 5-1 lead after five innings. I'm actually going to go the opposite way, I think, on Saturday. Third? You got Corbin Burns on the hill against Yusei Kikuchi. And the Brewers are going to be heavily favored. Right now I'm seeing minus 160. If I had to predict the first five line, I would say minus 170. But I would lay the half a run probably with the Brewers in the first five innings. Corbin Burns uh, has just been on another level lately. Uh, he did have a rough start against San Diego, but outside of that rough start against San Diego, the guy has been every bit of the Corbin Burns that we saw last year uh, dominate the National League. Meanwhile, Yusei Kikuchi for the Blue Jays is an absolute liability. This, <laughs> this dude came over from Seattle and has just not felt comfortable on the hill. First off, he's only made it to the fifth inning in one, two, three, four, five starts this year through the fifth inning, I'm saying. Otherwise, he only goes four or he gets taken out inside the fifth inning. His last uh, couple of outings here, three runs in four innings, four runs in four innings, three runs in two-thirds of an inning, four runs in four and two-thirds innings. So in the month of June, he's been just awful, absolutely awful. Opponents are batting 239 against him, which is not that high. It's not that low, but a um, just an abysmal, consistent on a consistent base, basis. Every outing from this guy right. is just an absolute liability. So I'd be looking to back Corbin Burns and completely fading. You say Kikuchi here on Saturday. So when I was looking at the statistics, he had 110 strikeouts and 19 walks, and I was like, God, that seems like a lot of strikeouts. It actually places him second. In Major League Baseball, behind only Shane Mac- McClanahan from the Rays, who's 113. So, just to hammer home your point, huge pitching mismatch. Now, this is the thing here with um with uh with Kikuchi as well. You say, ah, well, the ERA is a four point nine four, and and he's got to be, you know, there, there there should be a little bit of a you know positive regression coming, right? You mm-hmm. know, well. All right, well, let's take a look at some of his expected numbers. All right, his ERA this season is a 4.94. His expected ERA this season is a (laughs) 6.57. I knew it. His FIP (laughs) is a 5.55. He's he's actually pitched better than what his numbers say he should be pitching, and he's pitched awful. He's terrible. So as bad as he's been, you can make the argument he actually should be worse. So I think this is going to be a play for me here going uh, with the Brewers in the first five innings against the Blue Jays. Or I might have to go with like a Brewers team total, mm-hmm. you know, maybe over if it's three and a half, it's, uh, that probably is a gift. I'd probably, maybe that could be the play 
thinking that, yeah, you know, maybe Burns gets roughed up. And, and it's a Blue Jays. It's a very talented lineup, right? right? Alejandro Kirk is like the best hitting catcher in, in, in baseball. Oh, guy does not look like a baseball player. He's my idol. Let me tell you that much. Um, it may be the Brewers team total here. Whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to be fading Yusei Kikuchi tomorrow. Well, that's generally a good thing. Yeah. That's the first. So that's the first place. I thought I'm he was looking. pitching underhand one game. <laughs> so definitely looking at that. Um, I'm also probably going to look. Um, I'm probably going to look at the Giants, and I'd actually be very happy if the Giants lost this game. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I'd be one game closer. To well, the yeah, Reds you're good at that. But I, 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 I kind of. But I would like the Giants in a bounce back spot. So Logan Webb's on the hill, and over the past several years, the Giants have just been absolutely incredible at home in Logan Webb starts. I think it was just recently that the uh, Giants actually lost a game where he actually pitched at home, whereas, you know, last year and the year before that, it's like every time this guy pitched at home, the Giants won a game. Mm. Um, and, and it was just unbelievable. So uh, I, I love backing Logan Webb at home for the Giants. And this is also about fading Mike Miner who ever since he came back from his injury and got his um, start this year, he's made four starts and has given up at least three runs in all four starts. Five runs, three runs, four runs, four runs. So the Giants will be able to hit off of Mike Miner, and Logan Webb should be able to limit the Reds. So I like the Giants. They are heavily favored here, so I'd probably have to look at a run line bet, Giants uh, minus a run and a half, or... That's, I mean, even that's going to be heavily juiced because the Giants are minus 245, it looks like, in this game here. Maybe find a parlay dance partner for them or something. Do you have a uh, number on the Dodgers Braves? Dodgers Braves, Atlanta minus 160. Ooh, can I sell you on some Max Freed or do we take the Dodgers at a very uncommon <clears throat> underdog situation? Max Freed's just been so good, right? Yes. Like, it, there's a reason why they're going to be favored. Um, I don't know. See, it's it's kind of like this is this is almost the position that I've been in the past couple of days betting the Astros, mm-hmm. right? It's looking at the number and even a game like today, Justin Verlander's favorite, and I'm like, well, you're getting the the good team with the better pitcher favored, right? But then again, it's like, how could you bet against the Yankees? Right, and the Yankees. Plus money on the Yankees? You got to take plus money on the Yankees, right? Take plus money on the Yankees. So overnight, that line changed then because last night when the show ended, the Astros are plus 105. So the money came yeah. in on Houston. Yeah. I got you. So it, it, you got to plus money. I mean, come on. You got to take plus money with the Yankees, right? Uh-huh. And it's kind of the same thing that I guess you would feel here about the, um, the, Dodgers. the, the Dodgers, right? Like you got to take plus money with the. What do you know? Oh, about actually, no, the Yankees did close as the favorite. Okay. So they closed as the favorite. Yeah, I yeah. thought Verlander was underdog. What do you think mm-hmm. of this Mitch White kid from the Dodgers? The only thing about him? Who's starting? Because um, he doesn't have to be great. He just has to keep him into it. Yeah, I mean. Keep him in the game until Freed gets out. He's only he's made a bunch of appearances this year. He only made one start, I think, though. Uh, but he did go five shutout against the uh, White Sox his last time out. So the one as, thing you have to find out with the Dodgers, is mm-hmm. it a bullpen game? Because I love him because he's thing. my homeboy. But if Price is coming in the game, take the other team. So, so far this season for Mitch White, as a starter, he's allowing opponents uh, 183 batting average, two home runs allowed, uh, 60 at-bats for opponents. As a reliever, they're hitting better off of him, 
235 opponents batting average. So it's interesting splits here between being a starter and being a reliever. But this is this would be backing uh, Max Freed. That would be the only play here. It's backing Max Freed. You wouldn't even think about taking the Dodgers in this situation. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. But I don't know if I want to lay the juice with the, with the Braves either. Oh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. It's either Dodgers or pass for me. Probably right. Yeah. Um, Tigers take on the uh, Diamondbacks. Uh, Zach Davies against Alex Fajardo. Um, the Tigers won this game five to one, and I, Zach Davies, man, there's something about him. Like this dude gets hit, and it's just so hard though to, you know, want to bet the Tigers. I know the Tigers won here on Friday, but it's like, am I really? Even though they're dogs, it's like, am I gonna? It's never an easy feeling when you're betting on a bad team. Ever. And they're bad. Yeah. And their offense. They're bad to score. the point that the Diamondbacks are favored by minus 150 with yeah. not even their ace on the mound. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's, it's, yeah, it's hard betting against a uh, betting on a bad team. Well, I've enjoyed you this week, brother. Yes. Appreciate you filling in. You got some time off the next week, The right? genius. I'm here. I'm in, I think, Monday through Wednesday. All right. Then I'm out the rest of the week. Yeah. Uh, then I'll be here the rest of the week for you. All right. All right. I'm so, there. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Seidenberg. In for Tim Murray. We got USFL playoffs tomorrow. We got a lot of action going on throughout the weekend. And, of course, Sunday, Game 6, Stanley Cup Final. We'll see if Sean's Lightning can force a Game 7. This is the Nightcap right here on VSIN. It's the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.